Weight Loss in the Mind, the podcast starring Scott Patton and Shane James. Let's join them now. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Here's part two of our podcast on intentions and difficult people. Know that you're not alone. Hope you enjoy it. We're joining us in progress. So if you haven't listened to podcast number 74, head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com or on iTunes, download that. It makes a lot more sense when you uh, listen to part one before you listen to part two. Hope you enjoy. And here we go. Completely. You know, it was kind of like, I found it quite interesting. And we were kind of talking about this before we got on air today. And I said, you know, I've lost 50 pounds now. And um, Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'm feeling great. Feeling you great. Look, you look great. Great. Awesome. I'm just going to tell myself I look great too. So, <laughs> <laughs> the compliment things. Don't you love talking good to yourself? It's great. Now, I found the human behavior in people, and this is going to relate to everybody has a positive intention. I found that human behavior in people has been very interesting to towards me, as I've been hearing things like certain people say to me, "Oh, you can't lose any more weight. You're getting too skinny." You don't need to lose any more weight, right? Well, I am actually have more muscle on me than I actually did before. Like when you, I actually take my measurements because I'm lifting yep. weights, yep. I'm actually bigger. You know, right. so I was going to say, just for those of you that may not know what Shane looks like, you would not ever describe him as a skinny guy right now. I mean, there's no way looking at you look you you look fit, you look trim, you don't look skinny. You're not skinny. So, no, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. You're, you're a very fit guy. Yeah, well, thank you. And then, you know what's funny? The same people, when I was overweight, mm-hmm. would say to me, you need to lose weight. You're putting on too much weight. That's you're just true. not looking very good anymore. So this happen. is the same people. I found this very interesting. And then when I started realizing, it's no matter how well I did anything, these people would always find something wrong. Yeah. There was always something wrong. You know, and sometimes it's, you know, people that are closest to us. Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. we just got to let it go. We all, everyone that, that is listening right now knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's right. You know, it's all happened to us somewhere, somehow. So, and then I have, I guess, and then literally, on the other hand, I mean, literally on my other hand, I mean. Okay. I'm <laughs> yeah. Your hand. Is that I have another group of people that consistently say stuff to me like, oh, man, do you ever look great? Mm, right. You're just, like, looking the best. Now, even when I was overweight, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't come up to me and say, oh, man, you need to lose weight. They might, not, they might not say anything, but they might give me a compliment in some other area of my life. So they were looking for things to compliment you on. That's right, all the time. Now, that's why I said I literally see, have... People on both, both hands, yeah, right. on one side or the other. Right, okay. Right. What I had to come to realize and really had to go back to my NLP practice and say, every person has a positive intent. Right. And that's hard to grasp sometimes for us because you've got to look at people differently. That Instead of me, you know, kind of looking at the people that are saying that to me and getting me a little bit angry... I've got to say, okay, well, there's a positive intention behind that. Yeah. And then just let it go. That's right. You know, because they're doing the best they can with the resources that they have available to them at that time. That's right. Right? So I can't ask for anything more. They might not have the training that I have. They might 
not be as positive as I am. They might, you know, not read as much as I read. They might be having a crappy life. Their head might be thinking all the time. Day. Or a bad day. Yeah. Right? But for me, I realized that there were certain people that run this pattern all the time. Yeah. You know, it's you, you don't sit down with them and they, and they say, oh, right, we're going to have, like, an awesome day today. <laughs> that just doesn't come out of their mouth. That's right. It's kind of like everything that's happened bad in the last three years of our life you just are going to hear about right? it's funny so, how nothing good ever happened that's right so I mean again let's go back to the, there's a positive intent behind everyone's behavior right and okay. it's not up to us to figure out what that positive intent is but if you have the attitude that the, everything that everyone's doing comes from a positive intent okay they, did, they weren't able to you know do something necessarily to have a positive outcome but you look at the person differently when you come from that place. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and that's the key. It's not, it really has nothing to do with them. It all has to do with the way we look at them. And I think that's what you really, part of what you're getting to here. That's right. So it would be like, um, good example, would me be saying, okay, what's their positive intent? Well, they really care about me because they're actually taking the time to give me advice and they actually think it's good advice. Right. So they actually care about me. So that's framing it in a positive intent. So do you see how that changes my thinking? Yeah. It doesn't get me angry at difficult people because yeah. these are They're difficult. Yeah. You. That's right. These are difficult people to me. Right. But I don't, I don't label them as difficult people when I talk to myself that way. Do you see how important language patterns are? Yeah. They will Absolutely. completely change your life. Just these little things will completely change your life, people. Oh, I love this stuff. <laughs> Can you tell I love this stuff? I'm glad you told me because I was kind of wondering. That's right. <laughs> now, I'll give you an example for our listener that was dealing with her boss. Now, you would think, well, what's his positive intention? Mm -hmm. uh, because I think she had said that... He said, well, you must have not learned anything in school. Or how Something did you get about those that. Or how did you get those grades and get to this job? Something on those lines, you know, he said. I have to, can I jump in here for just a second? When someone says something to me along the lines of, I don't understand how you got straight A's in university or something like that, all that tells me is they're a little bit jealous and, you know, and they're just trying to find some way of knocking me down so that they can be, uh, feel better about themselves. And, one of the things I said to Shane before we went on the air is there's two ways to have the highest building in town. One is to knock all the other buildings down, and the other way is to build the tallest building in town. And some people like to knock everybody down, makes them feel good. And once I've had, because I had that type of person in my life too, right? And once I recognized <laughs> that's the way, you know, that's the way they were. It didn't yeah. really matter who I was. It didn't matter what I did. I was going to, because it's it's impossible not to find something. Wrong, quote unquote wrong and impossible not to find something quote unquote right about anybody if you look because it'll, it'll just show because it's just too subjective right so you know when I hear something like that it's just like oh yeah that person's just got a problem and they want to knock everybody down for their own ego satisfaction and then I kind of go well I'm not going to give them the satisfaction of, of being in the building that gets knocked down it's like yeah okay whatever right that's right and now what you say to yourself is you say What's the positive intent behind the behavior? Mm -hmm. So every time somebody comes up and, and they're a, um, a person that's, hammering I would say, you hammering you on something, a difficult person, you say, what's the positive intent behind the behavior? Yeah. You actually change your state and you change the energy level towards the communication 
between right. both of you. And you walk away in a good state and you claim your personal power. That's right. That is powerful. Okay, I was talking to our listener about her boss and him saying those certain things to her. Yeah. And so you might frame it in a way of, well, at least he's paying attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a positive intent there. He's paying attention to what you're doing. Think about this. When you see your boss come in and he's doing that stuff, he's paying attention to you. Hey, well, that's cool. At least he's giving you some attention. You know, there's a positive intent to what you're doing. Um, there's some kind of purpose in it. And so you can frame it in that way. I mean, it could be something that's purposeful. Mm-hmm. So you just got to look at that and say, okay, well, I might have to decide, you know, eventually to change jobs because it just sucks here. But for now... And I that could for, be the positive intent. That's right. For now, you I end up in a job that's really great. That's better, right? For now, but for now, you got to find the positive intent in their behavior. Mm-hmm. So, because that's what you're in. That's the situation you're in right now. Yeah. So, remember this too. He's just doing the best he can with the resources that he has available to him. So, he might be communicating. Well, let me be honest and straight with you. Your boss is communicating with you at probably a kindergarten level. No, actually, I'm going to rephrase that. He's communicating with you at a uh, preschool level. So, he's doing the best he can with the resources he has available to him. That's right. So, if, he, if every, the only tool you have is a hammer, everything's a nail, right? Yes. So, he doesn't have a lot of tools to work with. So if you, if you can find a positive intent, or you don't believe there is one, just make believe that there's a positive intent there. Yeah, that's true. If right. there were one, what might it be? That's a change in your thinking. A change in your thinking will create a new attitude. Creating a new attitude creates new habits. New habits create new behaviors, and new behaviors create a whole new life. That's right. Now ask me to repeat that again. <laughs> Not. <laughs> no. I wouldn't even think about asking you to repeat right. that again. So that's that's the bottom line, and I'm sticking to it tonight. Yeah. No, I agree. And it, and it's a hard. It, I'm not going to say it that way. It can be a concept that's a little bit foreign or unusual. It's not something that people talk about a lot. And that's why you may have to take a little bit of time to get your mind around it and, and practice, practice it. Practice it. Write, write the stuff down. Yeah, and try it out. And just say, you know, okay, here's my boss. What could the positive uh, intentions be? Understanding that if you have a positive intention doesn't mean that the outcome is a way that you or him, he is going to like it, right? Because he, like Shane just said, he doesn't have the tools. If you're dealing with... Now, and here's the thing. Pretend your boss was a three-year-old. Now, how is a three-year-old going to behave when they don't get their way? Throw a tantrum. Mm-hmm. Jump up and down. You know, I'm going to hold my breath until I turn blue. I do blue if you don't do what I... You know, and when you start... You know, so if you start looking at your boss that way... And again, this is a change of state, you can have a lot more compassion. Like, obviously, this guy or gal, because we don't know if the boss is male or female, uh, doesn't have a lot of very good communication skills. Because, And we know that because when you say to somebody, I don't know how you got good marks at university. Yeah, well, maybe, you know, he was, you were in a supportive environment and, and flourished, whereas here you're in a very restrictive environment and he's hammering at you. Like, you know, I don't know anybody that behaved, you know, performs well when everybody is constantly criticizing them. That's a very, very difficult thing, right? But 
if you thought of your boss as a three-year-old, and this is the way a three-year-old communicates, oh, I don't love you anymore, mommy. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, what mom believes that, right? You don't love me. I don't love you. I hate you. No. no right. That's a three-year-old behavior, right? So look at it that way. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be in a totally different state. That's right. And, and that's the key. You just said it. Putting yourself in a totally different state, a state that's resourceful for yourself because nobody else is going to put you in a certain state. You make the choice to create the way you think. You make the choice to create the state you're in. You make the choice to create the life that's around you. Now, it's the meaning that we attach to circumstances and events that happen in our lives. That's right. Now, so when something happens in your life, I could be sitting beside you, and I, because of the meaning that I attach to it, it might be framed in a way that is awesome for me. But the meaning that you attach to it, and it could be the exact same event, might be ter- terrible for you. Yeah. So it's the meaning that we attach to the events and the circumstances in our life that really create how we feel. Yeah. And I, we have given up our power more times than not. And that's why when our bosses or our our coworkers or our subordinates or our parents or our kids or our spouses or our boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it is, people in our lives say stuff, we take it, you know, way beyond where we really should take it. Yeah, we, t- we literally take it literally. And, you know, I, I kind of live by this now. And I always say to myself, if I had to go ahead a hundred years and I had to look back at this event that happened right now, would I care? No, I wouldn't care at all. So why would I care right now? That's, so I live by that. Yeah, right. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, sure. it keeps my stress level down all day that much. Well, and it's a matter of how much importance do we put on stuff, right? That's right. And there are things that we put way more importance on than we should. Mm-hmm. I mean, just about everything in our life, if you think about it, and we went ahead 100 years and looked back, none of it would really matter. Anything that stressed us out, it wouldn't really matter. Yeah. Especially when we learn stuff like I'm teaching you right now and Scott's teaching you stuff like, you know, the meaning that you attach to events and circumstances. That just alone can change your life. Just think about this. You wake up in the morning, something happens tomorrow, and you attach a different meaning to it than you normally would. Ha! Bingo! Yeah. Your life completely changes. That's right. Aha moment! <laughs> ha Right? That's right. And then all of a sudden, whatever you do, don't think of Shane, Jeremy, James, and Scott Patton. That's, that's right. <laughs> and know that we're behind you 100% and uh, ready to support you guys. That's right. So we're coming to the end of this podcast episode. Head over to www.freeweightlosspodcast.com. Uh, leave us some comments. Let us know what you thought of, of this particular episode, any of the other episodes. Uh, we're really pleased with the number of people that have been doing a lot of the goal-setting stuff and letting us know. Keep, keep on doing that. Uh, head over to www.weightlossnemind.com. Join, uh, join our membership there. And we're going to be uh, revving, revving that up really, really soon. Shane's been just working like full-time on CDs and DVDs and books and all sorts of stuff that we're going to have available for everybody there. And we're going to get into more depth, in-depth stuff there in, in the coming months than we can just on the podcast. Uh, and we're going to create a, in a forum, a community, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, lots, of, lots of cool stuff coming out. That's right. There's so always, much. Oh, yeah. If you go to www... I keep forgetting this. 
www.freewaylosspodcast.com. We have a survey on there. We really like to get some feedback. It's anonymous. It takes you about five minutes. Just click on the survey button, answer some questions. We've, uh, we've had some amazing insights into uh, our listenership from the people that have already contributed. We really would like it if, uh, if you would. Here's the thing, you know, everyone goes around through life and if they think they're unimportant, they think that they don't contribute, there's nothing to contribute, they think, you know, that there's, they can't make a change and everything else. And the fact of the matter is, is that's baloney. <laughs> Almost said something else. <laughs> it really is. And you can make a change just by talking to us. Fill out that survey. Leave a comment. Uh, do the exercises that we give you in the different pod. I don't think there's a podcast we've done where we haven't given you some exercises to do. Mm-hmm. That's right. Every exercise we give you can literally change your waist. <laughs> totally. That's right. You can literally change your waist. And a few other things, too. All for the good, because we have good intentions, right? That's right. Reduce your waistband to increase your lifespan. There you go. So, uh, anyway, contribute, and you'll be amazed at that, the, that difference that will have in your life, too. And you can contribute by uh, filling out that survey, by leaving comments, by supporting other people in the, in the membership uh, sight and all those sort of good things. You know what the key to success is? What's the key to success, Shane? Is contribution. Contribution. Giving back. Absolutely. That's success. When a lot of times people ask me, they say, Shane, what's success to you? Because I get that question a lot. Mm. And I say, that I got two things, really, success to me. A success is just living another day above ground, mm. one. And yeah. two is giving back contribution. That's real success to me. Yeah. So there you go. If you wake up in the morning and you're breathing... You're already a success. That's right. I, I wake up in the morning and I'm breathing and I'm out alive and I'm like, yeah. There's a couple times I'm like, hot. I'm successful today. There's I know. There, there was a couple times in hot yoga. I didn't know if I could take another breath or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you. And. Uh,